Today's guest is gonna be giving us a deep dive into what's working in Amazon Post. And we're also gonna talk about a wide variety of subjects, including an invitation to have pizza with me in Europe this summer. How cool is that? Pretty cool, I think. Do you want to be able to sync your listings that you create in Helium 10 to your Amazon account in one click, including being able to sync subject matter, which you're not able to even edit now in most listings on Amazon? You're going to want to use Helium 10 Listing Builder. Make sure to find out how to use Listing Builder by going to h10.me forward slash listing builder. That's h10.me forward slash listing builder. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Serious Sellers Podcast by Helium 10. I am your host, Bradley Sutton, and this is the show that's a completely BS-free, unscripted, and unrehearsed organic conversation about serious strategies for serious sellers of any level in the e-commerce world. We've got somebody from the opposite side of the world here, Lisette. Welcome back to the show. How's it going? Thank you, Bradley. Uh, great to be back here with you uh, to record another episode for the podcast. So if you guys want to Check out a lot of information from Lisette, especially about uh, in regard to Amazon Post, which we're definitely gonna gonna follow up today on. Uh, check out episode uh, two eighty eight. All right, so episode two eighty eight, uh, you can find all uh, out all about uh, Lisette there. But let's go ahead and just hop right into it. What have you been up to in the last uh, in the last year? <laughs> so in the last year, actually, I have traveled quite a lot, attended quite a few uh, events, uh, which are uh, meant for Amazon sellers or e-commerce sellers. So I would say uh, besides yeah, the regular work I do, um, it has been pretty interesting year. Uh, definitely busy and definitely looking forward also uh, to the rest of this year's because some exciting things are uh, coming uh, up for me as well. Okay, cool, cool. Now, it was, you know, it was good to see you at uh, Sell and Scale event now it was funny you, you just shared a picture with me that that i didn't know you took but the, did you did you recognize the founder of helium 10 there or like you knew who he was before or he looks because a lot of people new to this space you know they they think that what the helium 10 they see now that's what they know but like people like us who've been around for a while it was kind of a big deal to see him there at the um at the event yeah, exactly. It was uh, a great moment for me. So yeah, I did uh, went to your uh, conference, which you organized uh, last autumn, Sell and Scale. And I had the chance to uh, meet uh, many goats and also Guillermo, who are both uh, the founders of uh, Helium 10. Uh, of course, I recognized uh, them, especially many, because uh, when I started out uh, working with Amazon sellers seven years ago, uh, I think that one of the first podcasts or ways I learned about Amazon at all was listening to uh, Manny's podcast. Uh, so for me, for a girl from Estonia who had never heard about like Amazon or I didn't order from Amazon anything, I'm listening to a podcast where a guy is trying to educate and, and teach me something. And now many, many years later, I have a chance to meet him in person. Um, but yeah, I just ran into him uh, in the conference. And actually what I did, I never do something like this. I basically froze in front of him and I said, Manny, you know what? I'm having a total fangirl moment right now, but I really have to tell you my story real quick. So I uh -huh. kind of like explained all of the story I just shared with you. And I was like, can we just have a picture? And, you know, they were so open to it. And yeah, we had the chats and it was awesome. <laughs> so cool. So cool. Yeah. Um, you know, like it was kind of surreal for them, too, because, you know, like when you create something in the beginning and then to see what, you know, now it turned into this, uh, you know, pretty much the most 
crazy Amazon event with Gary V speaking and just you know craziness. Uh, you know, so many, you know, over a thousand people and it was, it was, it was kind of surreal for them to, to kind of see. So, uh, that's really cool that you had that moment. Now you are in, um, you are, you know, a big educator in our freedom ticket program about Amazon posts. And that was why I originally had you on. It was when the, um, the next version of freedom ticket had first come out and you did like one or two modules about Amazon post, but can you, can you, you know, we're not going to go completely deep into what is uh, Amazon posts. Like we took probably 30 minutes to do that on the last episode, but just a quick, maybe, you know, one or two minute recap, just to let people know what are Amazon uh, posts. Yeah, sure. So basically Amazon introduced this Amazon post tool to brand registered sellers. I think uh, in 2020, uh, if you have never used it, then think about it as it's like an Instagram for uh, Amazon sellers. Um, when it first launched, it basically, yeah, as they say, this it's a way how you can uh, make posts uh, about your products to get in front of customers, and the tool is completely free. Uh, so basically, it's kind of a mix between like marketing and advertising. It's kind of like you can access it under the advertising console in Amazon. So we can think that you know Amazon considers it more like an advertising tool. But as I said, until now, it's free. It's still in beta, so um, they haven't done like a lot of changes to it uh, lately. But let's say when they first launched, there were a few changes in the policies and everything uh, that went on um, yeah, a lot. So basically posting uh, images and captions about your products to catch more attention of your customers and yeah, be in front of uh, their eyes. To of course make more sales. <laughs> yeah. And, and then now um, I think one of the things that's changed, you know, let, let's talk about some things that have changed in the last, you know, year and a half or so that you've been on the the podcast, but I think Amazon is kind of building that ecosystem more for the brand followers, but isn't Amazon post one of the conduits where you can grow your, your following, right? Exactly. So yeah, one of the things what you can do with post is that whenever you're posting, customers can actually start following you as a brand. Um, they can also start following you uh, through storefront. I think the follow button there wasn't originally uh, displayed, but now it is. And how basically Amazon, um, yeah, uh, how it works now is that through posts, you're able to get followers. So now when you have followers, you're able to use the next tools that Amazon have. For example, uh, customer engagement tool, which, uh, which is also relatively new. Uh, it's basically a tool which allows you to send marketing emails to Amazon sellers. Um, initially, there were like a couple of different templates you could send out. Last autumn, they introduced like new ways you can reach out. Uh, like to the most recent buyers, your repeat buyers, etc. I must say I haven't had success with those emails yet. The open rate is great, but I haven't seen many sales coming out of those emails. But as with many um, new tools, I would say it doesn't take much time to experiment with it. Just try it out because the faster you kind of understand how the tool works, what are the options, the faster you're in the end, um, able to have some success with it, as we see with Amazon Post, because when you started posting, let's say in 2020, basically nobody mm -hmm. was posting. You were yeah. basically the only one in most categories and your post would show up everywhere. But now two years, three years later, we see more brands are posting. You kind of have to compete with the content a little bit more. So, you know, things are getting a little bit like more difficult. Okay. Okay. Now with that in mind, is, you know, here now, you know, I think the first time you were on there was was maybe 2021 or something, mm -hmm. you know, now in 2023 is Amazon Post worth the effort to to keep up 
And and if so, what would be your like suggested cadence uh, frequency that somebody you know a, a, a you know brand that's building on Amazon should should follow? Yeah, that's a good question. And actually, it really, uh, like yeah, a lot of experts like to say about a lot of things, it depends. Um, first thing, you have to be efficient. Uh, in the Freedom Ticket module, uh, also explain how to set up very easy system, how you can kind of repeat the process all over again or delegate it to your VA. So that's the first step. You have to have some kind of steps uh, to make it efficiently. Now, the second thing is you just have to experiment. So you need to start posting and posting quite a lot to get some kind of insights, what kind of posts work for your product and which not. Now, how much does it cost and this is worth the effort? It depends like who is basically managing the tool for you. Um, so for example, if you use a virtual assistant with relatively low uh, hourly rates, and let's say you invest, like even if you start out by investing $50 budgets uh, for the management part every month, um, let's even not think about like how many posts it could be because sometimes some posts, you know, uh, perform well, uh, sometimes some posts don't perform at all. So $50, $50 per month. But now if we would get 200 clicks, for example, uh, which is like real cases, like 200 clicks to your product page per month. So it's $50. Mm-hmm. 200 clicks. So basically like one click is, I guess, like less than uh, half a dollar or something. So you kind of need to calculate those main things like based on the results you get. But the thing is that the post kind of like has its life, not only when you post it, but it could perform or start performing later. So let's say you posted something a few months back or six months back or something like this. And maybe the initial results wasn't that weren't that good. But now, you know, months later, it somehow picks well, hold up. On, because- hold on, hold <laughs> on. You, you, you didn't even know about this because we uh, we didn't share this with me. But um, Shivali shared with me, you know, you, you were helping the, the Project mm-hmm. X just to do an example. like, And this was in, I'm um, looking here, June of last year. So this was like almost a year ago. Yeah. And and take a look here. Let me, sh- let me share my screen. Mm-hmm. But this was one that we had done like in June of last year. And, and th- this metrics is only from the last 90 days. So that means it's only in the last three months. So that means it has to be six months later from when we posted mm-hmm. this. And all of a sudden, like one of them just, it seems like it went viral or something. <laughs> it had like 3000 impression. I mean, who? Uh, unfortunately, um, I don't, I didn't take screenshots of when we were doing it. Um, mm-hmm. You know, so, so it could have been more, but it's, it's almost exactly what you just said, where six months later, one of our cop looks like, um, we were highlighting our purple coffin mm-hmm. shelf here. Uh, just started going crazy. 140 engagement, uh, 101 clicks to the store, 17 clicks, uh, 5,000 reach, just completely out of the blue. So almost exactly with what you were say- you were saying. Exactly, right there. and and one of the reasons is actually what is also important to like note. So the post they can show up in different placements, right? But the main thing is that. You as a seller, you can't really influence where it is. We don't have a lot of information like how Amazon decides where to and when displays, you know, the post you make. So it could be that now after a while, somehow Amazon kind of picked it up or, you know, maybe it was showed somewhere, got some clicks. Amazon thought, okay, it must be relevant, you know, with some other things in Amazon. Mm -hmm. So it pushed it a little bit more to other placements. So that's the thing how kind of, um, yeah, Amazon posts work because, for example, one thing, like we, I think we discussed last time as well, was uh, like, doesn't matter if you include a keyword to the caption. Like, we don't know. Amazon mm. doesn't say it. You know, it helps somehow. 
but it's a good thing to I would recommend to do it I mean it doesn't like uh, yeah take your time to add some keywords because um, yeah as I said Amazon hasn't like confirmed anything but I think it could be somehow related also how posts show up in the end so then this you know this thing that we're looking at here is is kind of like how a preview of how it looks on like a mobile browser you know, similar to like a almost Instagram feed or something, but that mm -hmm. caption you're talking about here, I think um, um, Alina uh, said that she was doing some testing with with keyword impact. Uh, she, she's actually one of the ones talking um, in Prague, if I'm not mistaken. We'll, we'll talk about that a little bit later. But but this is the, uh, I believe this is, we're looking here at the console of how you create your posts. And, and this is that caption you're, you're talking about. Um, exactly, here. exactly. So when we first uh, those uh, made those, uh, initial post with Shivali as well, I told her to definitely include like a keyword and also make a note like what keyword you use to kind of later, you know, you're able to kind of see whether it could have some impact. But uh, yeah, I, I think I listened a bit of Alina's uh, podcast. So uh, I think they have done some, uh, yeah, uh, bigger testing with it. So mm -hmm. uh, definitely uh, worth uh, to do that. Okay. Yeah, I, I think actually because of the Amazon posts, you know, you had mentioned in the last podcast, you're like, hey, you know, you can just paste this, you know, your mate, your, your images from your listing just over and over again, but you got to have some unique ones. So we actually did a photo shoot with AMZ One Step. And so we got some good coffin shelf pictures and they, they had it scheduled. And now at the time they had, um, you know, Shivali told me that you had given them like this, this spreadsheet of, of like how to like, like schedule, mm -hmm. schedule out your, your post. So, so is that still similar with, you know, like the, the kind of frequency you think that people should be doing now or, or is there, is there, are there things that should happen that would change your cadence? You know, you talked a little bit about scheduling, but like, let's say you have something, you, you know, you, they're not going really well, like as far mm -hmm. as impressions go uh, early, you just keep going. And on the flip side, if you do, let's say that one that I showed where, you know, all of a sudden one went viral uh, or more go viral. Does that make you want to increase your frequency to take advantage of it? Or still, you should just pick your schedule and just, just stick to it. So what I have done most of the times is just keep going. Um, I know some people, for example, go back and edit the post. When they see it's like not performing well within a week or two weeks or a month, they go back and edit. We haven't done it. We rather try to uh, post similar thing again. So one thing to note is that you can't use the same image twice. Uh, it wasn't an issue when the tool was first launched, but now, for example, if you want to post the same image twice, Amazon would just reject the post and say it's a duplicate image. Uh, so what work around it is mm. just to slightly adjust the image by cropping it a little bit or, or editing or just trying um, a couple of uh, small tricks to use and then just repost the same image uh, with slightly uh, updated caption as well. So when it comes down to the frequency, I mean, um, post as much as you want, basically. There's no limits. Uh, but the only thing is what I see now over the years as well is what Amazon sellers are really struggling with is um, just having enough um, uh, images, uh, having enough photos. And, uh, and I have talked with a few sellers who have been following the Freedom Ticket modules they say, basically, I think I gave the overview of the spreadsheet in, in the modules as well. It's super easy to start off. It's just, you know, it's it's not a rocket science. You just follow the steps I gave, uh, follow the spreadsheets and, and start doing it. Um, I think coming up with captions as well, it's not so difficult. 
you have to be strategic about it. So a good thing is always to look at the reviews and comments you get from your customers, or maybe you know uh, something important from uh, about your product. For example, I remember about your product, the one thing we highlighted with Shivali was the size issue, because I think you get reviews often about you know people not understanding what's the size of the coffin shelf. Um, so when I saw that you did the photo shoot and you included a photo uh, with the model, so the product is visible next to a woman. I mean, you understand how big the product is versus looking at some of the other, yeah, uh, let's yeah. say, nice nice photos which you have, but I mean, you don't have any reference like to the size. So it's a good idea to use uh, this tool also to cover that, um, cover that part. Okay. All right. Good to know. Now, you know, another just, you know, quick recap. We went, you know, we weren't doing Amazon posts before you started helping us out with that at all. So we had uh, zero followers for our, um, you know, for our, for our, your brand of the Manny's Mysterious Oddities. And we went, we went to about almost 800 just in, you know, just by doing, uh, I think it was like two, three months mm -hmm. of posts. So if you guys are interested to learn more about posts, well, we'll let me ask uh, Lisette for a, a quick tip. But uh, for those of you who have uh, access to uh, Freedom Ticket, go into Learning Hub on your Helium 10 dashboard and then click on Freedom Ticket 3.0 and then click on Week 9. And then you'll see here her modules uh, 9.07, 9.08. So make sure to check those out. Um, you know, some little UI things have changed here there since we filmed mm -hmm. that, but for the most part, it's 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 the same. You know, it's the same. What you learn there is exactly still what you should do, and so that's good information. Now, before we move on to other topics here, uh, you know, we usually save this for the end, but uh, you know, sixty second tip maybe on on Amazon posts that you can uh, share with people on if. Maybe if they're just getting started or if they've been doing posts for a while, either way, what do you think? Yeah, yeah, I can give a tip right away. Uh, so as I said, uh, the content part is the issue for sellers. And usually your team, your VAs, they do what you tell them to do because they are not maybe, you know, into photography or creatives themselves. So a good tip for Amazon Post is when somebody is taking photos of your product, when with iPhone, ask them to use the burst mode, which will make like 10 images in like, within a second or two and just save all of those first uh, photos. And you basically get from one second, 10 different images. They kind of look the same, but if you spread them out, like for, for several months, nobody as a customer will notice that it's kind of the same photo, but for Amazon, it matters. It's, it's a different photo for them. And if you're using like a photo camera, um, there's this high speed continuous mode, which you can again use a uh, very easy thing but you just have to ask the photographer to do it. It's kind of, you just like, you know, hold the button and it's just like shoots, let's say 10, 20 photos, like within seconds as well. And you get like massive amount of images to work with. Uh, so these both tips work most when you have more than one product, because then you're kind of, you know, when you're posting, you post about product A, product B, you kind of, you know, switch out. Because when you look at your whole brand feed, you want to look at also like nice, you know, you don't want to be repetitive. You don't want to show the same images, let's say, next to each other. Uh, you kind of have to spread it out a little bit. Okay, excellent, excellent. Now, switching gears a little bit, but something that is newer. And I'll be honest, I when this was announced, I was like, I am not sure that this is really going to be something that is going to be valuable, but it's when Amazon Inspire uh, came out. It's kind of like, um, it, it almost is, I don't know how, you know, like Instagram reels, TikTok on, <laughs> on Amazon, right? Yeah, it's like a video version of Amazon posts. So what I initially thought is that they will actually include 
the opportunity to upload videos to Amazon posts. So it's kind okay. of what, you know, they would adjust some things and the videos would be like the next step from like, let's say past years, we have been uploading photos. So now the next step is uploading short videos. So that was yeah. where I thought it would go. And when I also heard about Amazon Inspire first, I was like, hmm, interesting. Now they're doing like something else. So we have now yeah. posts for kind of like images and uh, Amazon Inspire for videos. Especially now, uh, I, I personally don't have an access to it yet uh, as a customer. Uh, but one thing is when you check out like how it's even possible as a brand to add videos there or add content, then one of the things they highlight right now on the website is that you as a brand owner can appear there with your products when you use Amazon posts. So it's like when you're now using Amazon posts, those images will pop up in Amazon inspire, but Amazon inspire main idea is actually to have videos. And I have heard, um, you know, some Amazon influencers get great content to the Amazon Inspire. And when I heard, you know, a couple of videos talk, them talking about this, this new opportunity to create content for Amazon products, they said like, like even now when they open Amazon Inspire, all they see is images because everything is kind of transferred from Amazon posts to Amazon Inspire. They're not, you know, there's no video content yet. So it's kind of interesting ah. where we are right now, you know. Okay. And now the, you can only see it on the mobile app? For now? I think so. Uh, and only for US customers. And you also might not have it. I think they started rolling it out like in the end of December and they said most US customers should have an access to it like early this year. So I don't know if you have yeah, checked your own mobile app if you yeah, have access. I'm looking access. at my phone right now. Uh -huh. I don't I don't really see it. So maybe I don't have access. Yeah. It's it's um, fairly it's fairly new. It's very new. And yeah, as far as it goes, like how you, again, as a brand owner, uh, can add content to it, like video content. Basically, it's just videos about your products where customers, again, can click and, you know, they will be um, sent to your product detail page. There are basically three ways. So one, as I say, through Amazon posts, but that's for now is only images, not videos. Two okay. is when Amazon influencer is making uh, a video and, you know, tagging your products. So that's the second option. And uh, the third option is when customer leave, uh, customers leave video reviews for your products. So kind of like I assume, I haven't seen yet, but I assume whenever your products have video reviews by customers, they will also uh, kind of transfer there and automatically display. Because I think as a customer, you just choose what kind of videos you want to see. Let's say sports, camping, whatever. You kind of choose like this, and then you get this sure. feed of, of, different, uh, of, of different videos. Okay, now that now that to me could could be interesting, and that mm -hmm. actually could be abused by some. You know, I'm already thinking about how you know some sellers will just start getting people to leave <laughs> these professional reviews. You know, like yeah. since they know that'll come up in Inspire, so I'm sure there'll be like some terms of service that <laughs> some strict terms of service that'll come out yeah. about that. All right, we'll um we'll, we'll go back to talking about uh, about strategy um here, but you know I'm not sure how much you've been keeping up with the podcast, but something different that we I, I ask guests nowadays more is is like some health related things. You know, I, mm -hmm. I had health related issues last year and I think uh, physical health, mental health is something that, you know, as entrepreneurs in e-commerce, we don't pay enough attention to. Um, and especially during, during the pandemic, you know, when most of us were just, you know, cooped up in our house. So, so you actually, you know, were telling me you, you had a, a kind of like burnout situation that mm -hmm. even led to 
that even led to physical physical <laughs> things. So so talk about that a little bit. Yeah, sure. Yeah. So let's say the first year since like 2016, when I first started working with uh, different Amazon sellers and brands, I was all into it. There was so much to learn. It was exciting. I loved what I did. I loved working with those brands. I kind of, uh, yeah, I, I was just living it. You know, I didn't take care of myself. Every morning I woke up before coffee, I was already opening Seller Central. Was it the Christmas, uh, you know, New Year's Eve, whatever? I was like in Seller Central, basically. Mm-hmm. And that kind of, yeah, few first years went by. And then I started to get like, uh, yeah, first like health issues, like uh, massive headaches all the time, pain in the eyes. I went to doctors, you know, I was already worried I might have some kind of like bigger issue with my eyes going on, my neck, my shoulders, like everything, basically. Um and in the end, I understood that I have just overworked. So all of the issues I had, they didn't have like a deeper meaning or anything. I just had it, had to have some time off uh, from computer. But how I understood that was that, yeah, I had like a physical injury. I had a knee injury. I had to have a surgery. So it wasn't directly connected to me overworking, but I kind of believe it was like the universe way to tell me like slow down and start prioritizing your mental and physical health because also mentally like it's it's difficult you know you're kind yeah. of uh, also they yeah, are working with different companies you have to stand for yourself uh, especially I don't like sure. to highlight that I'm a woman but still like sometimes most people I work with are men so it's important mm-hmm. to kind of you know uh, have your own back. So yeah, I had a knee surgery. So basically I had to stay in bed for a couple of months. I had to learn again how to uh, basically walk, lift my leg, do whatever. Um, and that wow. was when I started to, you know, um, yeah, I changed my life totally. I priorit- I started prioritizing my sleep, my eating schedule. I started to work out properly. So actually the pandemic time for me was okay because I already had the great habits of taking care of myself. So, uh, so yeah. And since, since that year, uh, I'm really, um, well, it's still like a work in a program, like work in progress. I think it always is when you like what you do. Uh, but definitely much easier for me to set boundaries, uh, not work during the weekends, uh, not answer all the emails within five minutes, you know, uh, things like this. <laughs> What about um, hobbies? You know, I, I asked that too. Like, you know, obviously mine is, is traveling and, <laughs> and like playing basketball when I can. But but what do you do to kind of like uh, take yourself away from from the day to day business when, when you need a break? Yeah. So one thing traveling. But as we slightly discussed before uh, starting recording this podcast is that when you travel, it's still kind of like you take your work with you and you're still kind yep. of like thinking, especially when you're an entrepreneur. Uh, but one thing that's, uh, yeah, I picked up a couple of years ago is uh, fishing. So when I go fishing here in Estonia, <laughs> yeah, it's a photo of me from last summer. Uh, it's something I do and I don't think about anything else than just being in the nature and getting the fish. <laughs> so uh, my favorite, I don't remember this uh, fish name in English, um, but I like to go on the lakes to fish some uh, perch. So, uh, yeah, perfect time for me to, to, you know, stay offline and just chill. <laughs> awesome. 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 Yeah. So again, guys, there's a reason why I mentioned this, you know, nowadays and, uh, in, in every podcast, it's my, it's my theme for 2023 and, and it's, it's something that's important. You know, this motto here is serious strategies for serious sellers. It's not just about Amazon or e-commerce strategies, but it's about strategies to, to keep yourself healthy because you're not going to be successful on Amazon if you're burnt out or, you know, have physical issues and actually uh, the mental funny, issues, et cetera. And actually, yeah, what I wanted to ask is that over the years, mm-hmm. even like when I first started and had my own issues with health and, you know, setting boundaries, 
I have been always the one who is like talking to sellers to tell them also, you know, take the weekend off. Don't work on Friday nights. Yes. Like, don't worry about it. Like, it's it's like, con- you know, we there are things which we can control and there are things which are, you know, we can't control. So it's like, sure. uh, I try to kind of like, yeah, make sure that they also take care of themselves. And uh, yeah. Okay, good, good to know. Good to know. Now, um, you know, I, I alluded to it earlier when I when I said, you know, Alina's you know, talking to this event, I'll be talking at this event um, in, in Prague on June 8th and 9th. And, and so guys, if you're interested in signing up for the event, h10.me forward slash uh, EU event, h10.me forward slash EU event. But t- tell me about this event because this is, I think it, it was, it's funny. I was actually supposed to speak at my first conference in Europe last year. And that was, at, that was when I had my heart attack, like a couple of days before. So I couldn't go, but so, yeah, I think this is my first, uh, my first potential conference um, in Europe. So, so tell me what, what it's, tell me about what to expect. Cool. Yeah. Well, we're really happy to have you. So yeah, besides working with Amazon sellers, I'm part of the Orange Click team. So we're basically like a neutral platform to help uh, experts share their knowledge with Amazon sellers. Uh, We have a YouTube channel, but we also um, organize physical events uh, in Europe for Amazon sellers. And in June, we have our biggest conference. Um, It's a due date conference. We invite uh, experts like you from US and also from Europe to fly in. Uh, to Prague, uh, where you are able to share your knowledge in front of around like 200 European Amazon sellers. Um, I think more or less from like 30 different, uh, 30 or 40 different countries. Um, and I think the main thing to know about the conference is that throughout the two days, all of the presentations, they are solely focused on sharing value, giving actionable tips, and just educating the sellers among the audience. So uh, what is kind of like the structure of the presentation is kind of highlight the problem and then kind of show uh, the sellers like how to do it, like how to improve. So the idea is basically when they go back home, there are tons of things they can apply to their business like straight away. Like, you know, they already have all of the tips. They already have all of the steps. They just go home, share with the team and and start implementing everything. Okay. All right, cool. So again, h10.me forward slash EU events. I'm going to be... Um, I, I actually starts on the seventh. There will be some activities there that you guys can see more about on the website. Um, I'll be there in the the evening of the seventh and and the eighth and and ninth, and I believe um, you know some other uh, maybe somebody else from my team might be there. I'm not sure yet, but um, we'd love to we'd love to meet you in person. Now you know, but like you said, you know, you at Orange Click, you, you deal with a lot of you know service providers. You deal with a lot of Amazon sellers, and so I figured the, you know last few minutes here of our of of our uh, podcast you can just talk about some general strategies like things you've learned in the last couple years you know we we talked you know deeply of course about amazon post but that's that's not the extent of your experience or knowledge but what are some some tips and and strategies that you can share that that you know have been working with uh, those in your community lately Mm -hmm. yeah so there was actually a lot of like technical things uh, i'm not able to kind of cover from like uh yeah like everything but there are we have recorded a lot of videos about how to use the amazon data that amazon gives gives out now how to incorporate that uh you know with other data that is available from helium 10 and other tools there are some great hacks uh i remember about like uh sponsored um about advertising like how you can uh, use uh 
uh, like text in your custom image when you advertise. It's normally like not allowed by Amazon rules and you get rejected, but there's a way how to kind of add it as a text art. Uh, so it kind of like blends in with your image. It doesn't seem like, you know, just like regular text overlay and Amazon kind of approves it. So it's a great way how to, you can add like your keyword with which you are like advertising also to the image that you're using. So I don't know if are, I, are you talking about kind of like maybe if you're selling a printer and then the paper comes out of the printer on the paper you you put it or or this is something different than basically than that kind it, of thing. it's it's kind of like similar it's it's a bit different mm -hmm. but basically it's similar yeah it's kind of like and actually not it doesn't like usually I have heard this about like main images so you kind of like you you do your main image you usually can't add like additional things but yeah I think uh, uh, one company made like a case study where they had like a printer main main image and then like a paper was coming out and they added like how many papers you get or how how much you can print so it was kind of like on the paper so it felt like part yeah. of the product and Amazon accepts that so basically the same thing with this custom image uh, when you um, advertise your products so uh, I think it's a product. Uh, collection ads when you have this uh, on top of like search you usually have like a custom image you're not allowed to add any text but when you mm -hmm. integrate it basically similar way amazon really accepts it and the same thing about mm -hmm. amazon posts because uh when i first started doing like amazon posts like in 2020 i think one yeah. thing what we actually experimented with was like adding like text overlays like hey like recipes for th this thing or you know whatever we wanted to highlight and a couple of months in Amazon started to say, you know, it's not allowed anymore. So at first it worked very well to help like the clicks, but now it's not possible anymore. Again, using the same strategy, you're actually able to integrate like some text, you know, into, um, yeah, into, into your images. Like for example, I have like this monkey here, like imagine I, I make like a photo for Amazon post, but let's say on my t-shirt, there is some kind of like text, you know, chill out or whatever this monkey is about. You kind of like, okay. you know, you use creative ways how to kind of, get this customer uh, attention in not like a traditional way. So it's it's about being creative. <laughs> okay. I like it. I like it. All right. So um, how can people, if they want to, you know, reach out to you or, or your company to find you on the interwebs, how can they, how can they do that? Yeah. So the best way to reach out to me is uh, via LinkedIn or going to my uh, website, which is my uh, first name and last name written together.com. Or uh, if you want to know more about OrangeClick, then orangeclick.com uh, is the website and you can find us also uh, from YouTube uh, under the same name. Awesome. Awesome. All right. Well, it was great seeing you in person at SellScale. It'll be great seeing you uh, in a couple months at the, uh, at the event in Prague. And I hope to see some listeners there as well. So please, if you see uh, Lisette or me at the uh, at the event, come up to us and, and let, let us know that you enjoyed the uh, the or that you heard about it from the uh, podcast episode, and and we'll um we'll we'll I'll I'll take you guys out potentially to <laughs> one of my top five favorite pizza pizza restaurants in the world. It, it, it just so happens to be in Prague. Like it's the weirdest thing. Like I remember okay. I was only there for a couple of days a couple of years ago, and I was like. Why in TripAdvisor does this pizza place in the middle of Prague have such reviews, like a little hole in the wall place? And I was like, there's no way that pizza in Prague is good. Like, like that's not what Prague <laughs> is about. And and it was named Johnny's Pizza. I'll never forget because I was, you know, my son was with me. His name is Johnny. And so, and it was it was actually really good. I think the guy like lived in New York for a while or something. But anyways, uh, I'm going to try and organize a meetup at that pizza place in, in Prague. So we'll see you guys there and I'll see you there too, Lisette.